One more game to go in Major League Baseball tonight as the Pirates take on the Dodgers. The Dodgers minus 350 favorites. Walker Bueller on the mound tonight. The total is 8.5. And, and speaking of Walker Bueller, if you go over to the futures market over at BetMGM, you'll see Walker Bueller sitting right now 12-1 to to win Cy Young. Uh, I talked about this in the last segment. I'm looking for closers, even though we haven't seen a closer win the Cy Young since 2003. And I think earlier I said Trevor Hoffman, but it was Eric Gagne, who was one of my favorite uh, pitchers of all time. I wanted the goggles and everything. Dennis Eckersley did it, I think, in 1992. So it's been forever. It's most likely not going to happen. But Josh Hader's been awesome this season, and the number was 66-1, to plus 6,600. So I had to do it. Uh, right now, Josh Hader on the season has appeared in 17 games. He's closed them all out. He's went 15 and two thirds, 25 strikeouts, 17 saves, and 17 appearances. So he's a perfect 17 for 17, and That's he has absurd. an ERA of zero. He's given up, I think, like three hits this season, That's not absurd. one run. He throws two different pitches, one of them being a four seam fastball that blows past you. Now it's 50 to one. So the 66 is gone. But again, I follow these like predictors and ESPN, you know, say what you want. Like right now, for example, like for context, they have Tyler Anderson, number one. That's not happening. They have Walker Bueller right behind him. So Cam Dodgers fan in very good uh, position here to get a Cy Young winner. Tony Gonsolin is fifth. Tyler Anderson this year, though, listen to these numbers. Like if you just run the numbers through. Nine appearances, seven games he started. He's went 49 and two-thirds. He's given up 16 earned runs only, 48 strikeouts. He's a perfect 6-0 and on the season with a 2.90 ERA. Walker Bueller right behind him is 6-1 and with a 2.91 ERA. So that's how close that is. And then Josh Hader in their predictor. How about this? ESPN has him number three, 62 rating. I don't even know what that means. 17 for 17 in save opportunities, though. 17 strikeouts, or I'm sorry, 25 strikeouts and an ERA, a perfect ERA of zero. And he was 66 to one. I might do that at 50 to one. I would do it too. I mean, yeah. why not? A little, little, uh, just like a little, a little pepperoni sprinkle. money. Yeah, sprinkle. Yeah, sandwich money on Josh Hader. Yeah, why not? And it's a good story. We want to see a closer win it. It's been forever. Oh my gosh, actually. Hold on. The number has changed a little bit. Has it? Yeah. I, I didn't look at this today. It's 25 to 1. No! He's plus 2,500 now. This was 65 to 1 when I talked about it. We did this segment, or we talked about this, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago. I checked this on Friday, joking about it, and it was 50 to 1. Now it's 25 to 1. He has the same odds right now as Brandon Woodruff. Max Scherzer is 30 to 1. Aaron Nola is 30 to 1. Bassett's 30 to 1. Kershaw is now 30 to 1. And Josh Hader is 25 to 1. That's insane. Nice. I feel good about that. Uh Corbin Burns plus 300. He won it last year. Nobody was really expecting that. Rodon plus 900, like that. Joe Musgrove, that's Cody's pick. He's 10 to 1. Sandy Alcantara is 10 to 1. I like that too. Pablo Lopez is 10 to 1. Again, Walker Bueller 12 to 1. Zach Wheeler uh 15 to 1. Max Fried is 15 to 1. Like I said, so right now if you have Tyler Anderson is the leader in the Cy Young predictor for ESPN. What is even his number at BetMGM? I didn't even think to look for him, to be honest with you, because I'm just looking at this. They don't even have him up there. So, That's uh, wild. Maybe you, could, maybe you could find some good value if you just go to BetMGM and ask to request Josh Hader, it. number three in the predictor. I can't believe it. I love to see it, though. I mean, the guy literally hasn't blown a save all season long. And... uh you know what's crazy about that is the Brewers really haven't fully committed to him either. There's a chance, there was an outside chance people thought that maybe he'd get moved at the deadline just because they could get so much in return for him. But you can't do that. If you're a contending team like the Brewers and you have realistic World Series. Uh, He'd be actually awesome if he came to like the Yankees. That's what they would need. Yeah, nice closer. 
Somebody that they we'll can actually the trust Brewers, other than Chapman. Um, you replace Chapman, Chapman, the greatest of all yes. time, with Josh Hader, who will probably end up being the greatest of all time, though. I mean, the guy's electric. I can tell you that as a Cubs fan. I don't remember the last time they got a hit off him, let alone scored a run off him. I think Javi Baez homered off him like three years ago. I like that a lot. I can't believe that went all the way down to 25 to 1, though. Same odds as Brandon Woodruff. What would you do if you had to play something today other than uh, Earl Lever? Because if I had to pick a starter, I'd probably look for, uh, I'd, I'd just stick with my earlier pick of Pablo Lopez. Even though the number sucks now, it's 10 to 1, and you'd have to watch a lot of fish Marlins games this year. Mm. I like that. Or, I mean, like we were all talking about Kershaw, and now he's 30 to 1. I know he's on the IL right now. Eric Lauer's 40 to 1. He's having his best season. I still think there's really, really good value where you don't value. even have to play DeGrom anything right at now. at 66 to 1. I was going to say. Just because, what, like, he are you feels hearing anything painful. about him? Yeah, yeah. He just came out uh, this weekend and said he's throwing uh, 135 feet playing uh, catch. So he's completely pain free. They're not going to rush him back, but he says he feels 100% normal. See, that's what worries me a little bit is that they don't have to rush him back. Like, whereas if it's three years ago, two years ago, even last year, they would rush him back. But this year, I mean, you're in first place. You have Say a comfortable they bring him lead. back in July, and he's he has like a, 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 like a one, 160 ERA or something crazy. I mean, hell, his ERA would probably be like 098. If he could make, I'd say 16 starts, 15 to 17 starts. I think he would have an outside shot. And the number is 66 to 1. Yeah. When they announce that he's coming back, you're not going to get that number. So if you're looking to play to Grom, now would be the time. For I mean, I played him last year before the season began, which would have hit if he didn't get hurt. And I think it was 3 to 1 yeah. on some criminal books. It was like plus 250. Yeah, his luckily. career number is 250. Last year it was 108. He only He only started what? He only started 15 games. So... He would need to start somewhere in the neighborhood of 18 or 20, I think. I like it. But if they don't rush him back, then he's only going to get like 10 or 12 starts. I know. I know. I'm not going to do anything with it because I just I don't have faith that he's going to come back. And then if he does come back and he makes a couple starts and let's say they have like a 10-11 game division lead, which I hope isn't the case, but it probably will be the case. Like what would be the reasoning to continue to start him every day? You know what I mean? There like maybe you'd rest him, you know, extend your rotation a little bit. So I wouldn't play him. Yeah, I'm good on that. I'd, I'd rather play Eric Lauer 40 to one mm-hmm. than Jacob Degrom 66 to one. Or if I'm looking for like a real value pick, you could get you Darvish. I was 80 just to looking one. at that. 